If you'd like to open up to that passage again, that would be great. Um, it's on page 1000, very easy page to remember. Thanks, Paul. Great job, guys. Great. Thanks, Joel. Brilliant. We're going to have, as I say, I think about that passage that we heard read about what happened on the first Easter morning. But before we get to the passage, I want to show you another picture, which will seem completely unrelated to at first. Hopefully, only at first. Great. Here's a picture. Um, who can tell me what they think has, has gone on uh, here? Yeah. Okay, so the, the story we've heard is that a dog accidentally broke a flower pot. That's definitely possible. Could something else have happened, though? Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the other possibility is that the boy blamed the dog. So it's possible that the dog broke the, flower, the, uh, the, the vase, but it's also possible that the boy broke the vase. There's two different stories about what happened. So the question is this. What really happened? There are two different stories. Put up, guys, put up your hand if you think the boy broke the vase. Quite a few hands. Put up your hand if you think the dog broke the vase. There are, there are quite a few more hands for the boy than the dog. What really happened is the question. Something else uh, that happened on the very first Easter day where different things were said about what happened is this. What is this a picture of? Uh, yeah, me. Yes, the tomb. And it's not just any tomb, it's Jesus' tomb. And you can see that the stone's been rolled away. And if we could go inside, we would see that it was empty, which is really strange because up until the first Easter morning, uh, Jesus' body was in there. He died three days before. They'd put his body in there. But now the stone's rolled away and the tomb is empty. And again, like with the boy and the dog, different stories were being told about what happened. One of the stories was being told by these guys. Here they are. They're, um, they're Roman soldiers. And they were telling a story to everyone that Jesus' friends came during the night while they were asleep and stole Jesus' body. That Jesus was still dead, but that his friends had stolen his body. But that wasn't the only story. There was another story being told. It was being told by these two. This is Mary. This, Mary. Same name. <laughs> Very easy to remember. And they were telling a story that Jesus had risen, that he'd come back to life, that he wasn't dead anymore, that Jesus was alive. There were two different stories being told. And so again, the question is what really happened? Let's remind ourselves of the story though, so we can try and work it out. I'm going to put the tomb over here. Now, to begin with that day, the Roman soldiers, they were at the tomb, and they'd been there since the day before. They'd been there since the Saturday, and they'd been put there by the, by the religious leaders, by Jesus' enemies. 
the ones who had him killed, they, made, they got Roman soldiers to go and guard the tomb because they were worried that his friends were going to steal his body and say that he'd come back to life because Jesus said that he was going to come back to life after three days. So they put the guards there to make sure that this didn't happen, that it all stayed as they planned to have it be. But we read in the, in the reading that Mary and Mary were coming to the tomb that morning. I think while they were on their way there, something amazing happened. There was a big earthquake, and an angel came down. An angel came down from heaven. I don't know exactly what an angel looks like, but this is my best guess. It says, says that he had the appearance of lightning, and that his clothing was white as snow, and that he came down to earth, rolled back the stone, and then sat on top of it. What had been uh, uh, the cover for a tomb was now just a bit of furniture for an angel. And what, how do you think that the Roman soldiers felt about all this going on? Big earthquake, an angel appearing, uh, rolling back the stone. How do you think they felt about that? Worried, yeah. I think they probably were a bit worried. We could probably go even further than that. Yeah, the passage said that they were really, really scared. There's our scared up. Um, in fact, it said that they were so scared that they became like dead men. They passed out. They were so scared that they passed out completely. So that's what happened to the Roman soldiers. They were absolutely terrified. They then passed out. So they are out of the picture for the moment. Guys, you come over here. But uh, Mary and Mary were there as well. How do you think Mary and Mary were feeling with the earthquake and the angel and all of this going on? Yeah? They, that's right. They were scared as well. All this was going on. They, they'd been going to the tomb to look at the tomb. They thought Jesus was dead, but all of this was going on, and they were really scared. But then we hear what the angel said. Grown-ups, if you've got your Bibles open, this is uh, from verse 5. This is what the angel said to Mary and Mary. The angel said to the woman, the women, do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He is risen. Uh, come and see where he was laid. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, he has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. How do you think the women were feeling now? That, that's right. Actually, the, the passage tells us they were feeling both. They were still scared. A lot of very strange stuff was going on. They were still pretty scared, but it says that they were also filled with joy. They were scared because lots of weird stuff was going on, but they were filled with joy as well. They'd been told Jesus was alive. And then, having been told Jesus was alive, something even more amazing happened. They saw Jesus himself. They were going back into the city to tell Jesus' friends, and they saw Jesus they saw Jesus alive and he said hello to them and they rushed to him and they were telling him how wonderful he was and how happy they were. And uh, then Jesus told them just the same thing that the angel told them. He said, go and, tell, uh, go and tell my other friends in the city that I'm alive. And so they rushed off to do that. Um, so that's what happened to them. And that's how they ended up telling the story that Jesus was alive. But remember, there was another story uh, being told as well by the soldiers. Because while the women were going back into the city to tell Jesus' friends uh, that Jesus was alive, the Roman soldiers, who were so scared that they'd previously passed out, uh, woke up again. They came to, and now they were really, really worried because their job had been to guard the tomb to make sure that Jesus' body stayed there and that was all that happened. But now the tomb was open and it was empty. So they went into the city and they went to see these guys. These are the, uh, the chief priests. And these were the people uh, that had had Jesus killed in the first place. 
They were Jesus' enemies. And they'd had Jesus killed and then put the Roman soldiers there to make sure that it stayed that way. But the Roman soldiers went and said, look, we're really sorry, uh, and told them everything that had happened about the earthquake and about the angel and about everything that had happened. And so then the chief priests were not happy at all. And they made up a story. They said, we want you to go and tell people that, um, that Jesus' friends came and stole his body while you were asleep in the night. That wasn't a great story for the Roman soldiers to tell people because that meant that they weren't very good at their job. They were big, tough Roman soldiers. It was their job to guard the tomb. And they were supposed to go and tell people a story that they were asleep on the job and that a bunch of like fishermen and tax collectors and random people came, got past them, Roman soldiers, and stole Jesus' body. Um, it wasn't a great story to have to tell, but they sweetened the deal. They gave them a big bag of money to, um, to, to encourage them to do it. That's, that's called a bribe when you pay someone to, to do something. Um, and so that's what happened. They paid them the money to, to tell the story that they wanted them to tell. And that's how the two stories came about. We have the Roman, the Roman soldiers who said that Jesus' friends came and stole his body. And we have Mary and Mary who were telling the story that Jesus was alive. Now, who, do you remember who told Mary and Mary to, to tell people that news? There were two different people who told Mary and Mary to tell people that Jesus was alive. Do you remember who they were? Who, who can remember one of them? Yeah. Yes, that's right, both of you. Right, that's an angel. An angel told them to tell uh, people that Jesus was alive. There was another person, though, who told them to tell people that Jesus was alive. Does anyone remember? Yep, way back there. Jesus, that's right, Jesus told them to tell people that he was alive. They met Jesus himself and he said, go and tell my friends that I'm alive. So that's where they got their story from. Do you remember who told the Roman soldiers to tell people that, that Jesus' friends had just stolen his body? Who told them to tell that story? Do you remember? It's, it's a trickier question. Not sure? Yes. That's right, it was the priests. Were the priests there when it happened? Did they see what happened? No, they weren't there, they didn't see. They, they made up that story and told them to, to tell it to other people. So I want you to point for me, who do you think was telling the true story? Point for me, who do you think? Was it, was it Mary and Mary or the Roman soldiers? There are lots of hands pointing at Mary and Mary. The, the grown-ups aren't really committing, um, but... <laughs> The kids seem to think that it was Mary and Mary who were telling the truth. And actually, the Bible tells us that that's what really happened, that that was the true story that Mary and Mary were telling people, that Jesus actually rose from the dead. And that's really exciting. In fact, my phone updated a couple of uh, months ago, and I got a really exciting new emoji that is one of my favorite ones now, which I think shows exactly how we can feel about the fact that the tomb is empty, uh, that it's Easter Day, that Jesus rose from the dead. It's this one. Yes. It's my new favourite. Um, we can be really excited that Jesus rose from the dead, that he is alive. And it's not just that he rose from the dead that means that we're excited. It's why he died in the first place as well. Because Jesus wouldn't have risen from the dead if he'd not died in the first place. Two days earlier, Jesus died on the cross on Good Friday. That's what we remembered two days ago. Jesus died so that he could take the punishment that we deserve for not living God's way so that he could be punished instead of us. So that instead of us getting in trouble for not living God's way, we can be forgiven. 
and we can be friends with God now, we can be part of his family now, and we can be friends with God not just now, but forever, forever and ever and ever, and live with him forever. And the fact that Jesus then rose from the dead means that it's true. It proves that Jesus has power over life and death and can, uh, can uh, show that we can be friends with God now and friends with him forever. That's why Jesus rising from the dead is so exciting because it proves that what he did on the cross actually really worked, that we can be friends with God now and that we, be, we can be friends with him forever. Now, uh, grown-ups, I don't know if you're, how you feel about that. Maybe you do feel like this. That's great. Really excited that Jesus rose from the dead. That's wonderful. Perhaps you feel a bit more like this. Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. But the Bible says that that is true, that that's what happened. And there's actually quite good, good reason to believe that what the Bible says is true, that it's an accurate account. And if it's true then it's the most important news in the world. So if you do feel like this, I'd really encourage you to look into it more. Um, The Alpha course that Paul spoke to us about before would be a great way of doing that. Do look into it, because if it's true, then it's the most important news you will ever hear. Uh, Jesus rose from the dead. His tomb was empty, and what the women said was true. Jesus had come back to life, and, uh, and that was very, very great news that we can be very excited about.